Guys, welcome in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're at. I hope this podcast finds you doing well wherever you're at on the little blueberry that we call Earth. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Crash, and I'm joined by my other co-host, Blue the Robot. What's up, man? What up? What's going on, guys? Um, Buff, I mean, you guys probably noticed that generally there's three of us here, but today there's two. Equal again. (laughs) Everybody's great at math. Like, you can't get anything by these guys. Uh, Buff is not feeling well, so hopefully he's back with us next week. Uh, he's taking taking this week off. Rest those beautiful vocal cords of his, and uh, hell yeah, we'll be hitting it up next week with Buffner Gaming. So hope he gets better soon. How are, how are you doing? Man? You think you think he's still Can going to the gym? Oh, what? We're good. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's going good. to the gym. He's 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 sweating it out for sure. He's sweating he out his sickness. I bet he 100%. is. Hundred uh, percent. I'm good, man. Just you know. Hanging out with the fam, getting stuff done behind the scenes. Uh, trying to think what else. This weekend was pretty busy. I was trying not to make it. I was trying to have like a really chill weekend. And then just at like during the week, but prior, just things kept stacking up. Things we just needed to do more and more. And by the time I knew it, it was like our Saturday was packed. Sunday was a catch up. And then like half of my Sunday was just me just trying to relax i was trying to play some hell divers that didn't work out so i ended up just just working on some videos and stuff like that and uh yeah and then just you know of course back to you know playing some more stalker dude that's how it goes i think there's because of how things get scheduled out if you look enough weekends ahead you're like dude there's nothing going on this weekend and you get excited for it and then it gradually gets added on to until you get there and just every weekend's busy and that's what happens yep Yep, we were, uh, we were gonna go do one thing, and then uh, we were gonna go send out like a letter, and then we had to get some more paperwork, and then had to drive to another place, and I was just like, "Oh gosh, all right, cool, it's that kind of weekend." Yep. Oh, uh, a non-weekend weekend. That mm-hmm. will happen. Mm-hmm. I'm growing a beard. Where? So, that, so that's good. Um, I also <laughs> I also got older over the weekend. My birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to you. Thanks. I'm old enough where birthdays are no longer happy. Um, I could do without any more of them, to be honest. So let's just stay this age. I turned 24, by the way. Yay. Try 37. Always put it it backwards. 30s. Yeah, put it backwards. 42, actually. Oh, not yet. Please, no. Oh, jeez. It makes me sad. Dude, you know what I did yesterday? What? You don't. You have no idea because it's crazy. I played PUBG. <laughs> That's why you don't know because no one would expect You it. know what was funny? I was looking at your intro again, and it uh, it remind, it keeps reminding me of PUBG. It is very PUBG-like, yeah, with the alt. Yeah, the, guy the with colors, the, alt the weapons, yeah, yeah. yeah. Telling you, man. Who Everybody... made that intro, by the way? Because I, I, feel, I feel like it needs to be updated now. We could do something. Yeah, I'm down. You know? We'll just use uh, the AI. We'll just type it in the AI video. I was thing. about to say. <laughs> we'll just, I was gonna put that in there. All you gotta do is type it in, and that's it. That's how videos are what gonna be made. Sora, right? Just type it in, and it shits one out for you. What, uh, what's the the program now called? Sora. Sora. Did I get that right? Sora. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, wait. Woo with the four ninety nine super chat. Thank you so much, man. Your birthday was yesterday as well. That's crazy, dude. Happy Hell birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to Wu. 
appreciate you being here, man. Thank you for the four ninety nine. Appreciate that. That's super kind of you, dude. Um, you shouldn't be giving gifts out on your birthday. I should be. I'll it was give yesterday. It back to you it's for fine. Your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just go donate back. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, just go ahead. Yeah. We'll just we'll just update the video using uh, Sora AI video. Yeah, that's it. Type it in. We need an intro for an FPS podcast. Name the scope and. 10 minutes or i wonder how long it i wonder how fast it is i wonder how i wonder how long it takes how long you can make a video for you know and then how much it costs yeah i don't think it's available to the public yet is it there's still it's like closed testing yeah there's still some testing yeah it sucks but you know what i think that's what uh mid journey was but it's crazy to see last year ai video (laughs) was horrendous like it's almost killing crash. That's how bad it was. Just thinking about it. Yeah, it made me inhale <laughs> coffee into my lungs. That's how terrible. <laughs> there was that video of like, who was it? Will Smith eating, eating a pizza or, or spaghetti. That shit was the weirdest thing ever. And I remember that. I was like, Nightmare oh man, fuel. we got, we had, I was like, man, there's, we're years away. I didn't think we were months away. Yeah. Yeah, instead of years, we're a year away. Man, we're a year away from this <laughs> because it's like one year <laughs> later. It's, it's wild, dude. We'll, we'll talk about it um, in the What's On X segment. We'll get into that a little bit more. But, dude, that, that was what I – well, yeah, we'll talk about it. But let's just say it's crossed the line of creeping me out. Like the AI is freaking me out a little bit. Just a bit. Just a um, bit. Yeah. I did, so, I, I did see something about – Elon Musk, uh, Nira link. Is that what it's called? Right. Yeah. I did. Me and my wife were watching a video last night and it's just great. God, it's made me uh, choke too. Uh, it's crazy to to see just like, first of all, that the guy is like the first, you know, human test subject, I guess for Nira link is like healthy and recovering and, and I, I noticed that other companies were doing it in the past. I know like Bill Gates and um, Jeff Bezos like teamed up for their own version, like in 2022. And then there was another company that was like 10 years ago that was doing one as well too. And they all kind of do the same thing of like telepathy type control of just like controlling anything that has like a, a Bluetooth device connection. But the craziest thing about Neuralink is that it has more I guess room to progress than the other two types. So whereas like I forgot what the um the Jeff Bezos Bill Gates one is called, but they're pretty much at like the peak of their like technology whereas Neuralink has basically you can upgrade your brain. I'm out pretty man. much. I'm so <laughs> out on it. You want to put something in my head that connects to my brain that is also interfaced with the internet? We have cheaters in Call of Duty flying around on helicopters at 3,000 meters a second, and they can't As catch you're getting them. getting docs, but your brain. <laughs> like, dude, no. No, that thing yeah, gets hacked. No. I start I'm, freaking I'm good. out. I'm good. I, um, I saw, like, the, 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 the diagnostic, the schematics of, like, where the, like, 27 wire connections go in your brain, and it is the weirdest most scariest looking thing I've ever seen. It's just like, dude, something could just turn you off. There, there is a hundred percent chance that no one getting Neuralink is going to be an FPS gamer. Cause us as FPS players, we know how many cheaters well, there are and how they can't keep hackers it, out. Well, like, cause they're trying to make it for people that don't like are you know, paraplegics and you know, anyone that's disabled 
to be able to eventually learn how to play video games with just the power of their mind. So it's like, it's a good cause, but you know, it's going to get used for more things. This and it's is... going to be really weird. Like they're able to like text and call. Eventually they want to have like blind people have like digital eyes. So it will, it'll be like a, you know, square black and white, you know, vision. But this is for someone who can't see at all. will have a digital screen basically implanted. I guess through Neuralink. I don't know how that's going to work out either, but we were just watching a video on it and I was just like, just more and more just in awe, but also very scared at the same time because the technology is really cool, just very scary at the same time. Yeah, you just, you can't trust humans, right? Like, so the the intentions are pure and awesome and it could help so many people and absolutely change lives, but it's basically going to get used to steal information, steal money and porn. <laughs> and that's what it's going to end up being used for because that's what humans do man makes technology go, go by faster <laughs> yeah you think how vr headsets got so much cooler they got really <laughs> now cool. you get to pay now you get to pay 3500 bucks for apple headsets yeah the apple the goggles have you seen the goggles the apple goggles i don't have get you, it i've seen i went to orlando by the way this weekend um i saw somebody walking around with it in real life i didn't think i'd ever see that um, it would make sense because there's a lot of like technology companies also here in Orlando as well too. So I guess just that kind of people are walking around and I saw someone walking around with it. That's um, cool. Apparently you can, I, I, I talked to him, I talked, I was like, dude, can you see out of that? He's like, dude, I can see perfectly fine. I can see my hands. There's no latency from looking, you know, he's able to walk. There's no like, I thought there'd be like a weird death perception as yeah. well too. Like looking down at steps, there's no death perception. He's able to he's able to pay for food with it if so, they have like Apple Pay and stuff. I don't know exactly how that works, but is it just like it's it's kind of like augmented reality, right? Like you can see out, but you can more, also like see like, stuff on a yeah. screen, kind of like a smartphone just that you see in your periphery. Pretty something. much. It's kind of what Google Glasses wanted to be, just a lot more. I mean, it looks better from the viewer's eyes from from the yeah. outside looking <laughs> you look it silly looks really dumb. <laughs> yeah so you know it, again i could see that maybe like i mean it was cool because i was like if you're in your house and you're cooking imagine you're learning a new recipe you can pin you know a recipe That'd video to where the kitchen's at and and follow along and have different screens up you can have a timer you can have a a face call as well too someone could be um because what they do is like that has like a it's like a weird square um and it basically scans your face and puts you on a body so if someone facetimes you it puts your face on said body and then you can have a facetime interaction with them by just wearing the headset that's crazy yeah there's so as for gaming I wouldn't go, I, I, I don't think there's going to be any good first person, you know, VR games coming out for the Apple headset. Um, but the technology is getting really crazy. It is. And it's so fast. that's just uh, all to say, uh, get a Faraday bag, uh, find some <laughs> uh, land in the country, uh, buy ammo, get water sources, get food. Cause it's coming soon. Yeah. All right, bye. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll start it. We'll start a Patreon and like the top tier, of the Patreon gets the coordinates to my house my ranch in the middle of nowhere to where if shit yep. goes down i'll give you the location you come stay with me we'll be all right that's the top patreon tier though right and if you don't know what a faraday bag is look it up 
Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Geez. Yeah, it's crazy out there because even like somebody who, who I taught myself like video production and like graphics and I kind of taught myself After Effects like back in the day when it was like yeah. when After Effects was at like CS6, like before it went to Creative Cloud. And it's right. like you think about all the how difficult and tedious like motion tracking was and rotoscoping and all that. Oh, and now your smartphone geez. does it in Snapchat. You can put any kind of real time filter on your face and it's just automatic and looks great. When like, I saw a green a screen without a green screen, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. You know, I thought I was like, what? You know, so good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it a little later. If we're going to talk about news, which is what we're supposed to be doing before we do that. That was news. Guys, thank you for being here. Thank you, everyone in chat. Chat on the screen. Be part of the show. People watch back. Also, Many of you guys are downloading it and listening to it in the audio version, which is super awesome. Shout out to you guys. Really appreciate it. If you would, if you have time, if you want to support the show, not only share it around to be a friend, tell a friend, but also if you drop a, uh, a review in Spotify, preferably a good one, or Apple uh, iTunes podcast, then uh, it will help us a lot and push that out so we can have more folks to hang out with us. And uh, that would just be, you know what, really nice. So. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for sharing it around. Thank you for supporting the stream. Let's talk about shooters. This one is one that I've followed for a long time um, th because it started almost a year ago, maybe even over a year ago, when uh, Respawn Entertainment was actually, this was kind of found out in job listings. So mm -hmm. um, they've been hiring people. They straight up said for a Star Wars first-person shooter, it's been talked a little bit about in earnings calls, but via insider gaming we actually got some information on it someone i follow is working on this is, is one of the devs for it but we didn't know what it was we didn't know anything about it so this report from uh, insider gaming came out a couple days ago to show that the star wars first person shooter from respawn is going to be a mandalorian game so how do you feel about the setting uh, I remember seeing actually funny enough, we were talking about AI, there was someone made like an AI, uh, user interface for like a fake, uh, Mandalorian game, um, a while ago, but it was like third person. And I, I know there was that canceled third person story, Star Wars FPS project, I believe by Respawn as well too. Um, so I... To be honest, when it comes to Star Wars projects, I'm just hoping this one doesn't get canceled of some sort. I don't know how it will, but <laughs> there's been really bad luck with these things coming out, getting shown to the light, and then just, you know, hell. I mean, we're still waiting on... Uh, there's one Star Wars game that kind of takes place in between both... Um, between episode... or be Actually, it's before episode one, and that game is still somehow in development hell. And yeah, and, and Star Wars thirteen thirteen was a bounty hunter game somewhat that got canceled. So just, you know, I know we talked about it a while ago when we talked about this, when we were, when we found out about the Star Wars FPS news and me and Buff were also we were like, oh, my God, please give us another Republic Commando. Like that yeah. was like the quintessential Star Wars FPS, you know, gameplay. I mean, you had even multiplayer uh, combat in that you had PvP. You know, you had, uh, what was it, the Star Wars Republic Commandos versus Trandoshans, which is like the in-game enemy. And uh, it was so much fun. You, you can, like, customize your commando. Um, so I don't know if it said on the article 
Um, and everyone, if you guys don't know what the Mandalorian is, uh, are you under a rock? But it's fine. <laughs> no, it's not everyone knows Star Wars. It. I, I, yeah, never, yeah. It's a, I, I feel like I'm such a big Star Wars fan. Like you've never heard Star Wars, but there's people that still have yet to see the movies. Um, but what was it? The, hey, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I, what? I'm sorry to interrupt. I have to, I have to stand up for myself. Though. I am a Star Wars fan, Star Wars. and I have seen. Uh, okay. all the main ones <laughs> a billion times over i literally when uh-huh. i was when i was younger i wore out like four sets of this original trilogy on vhs i wore the tapes a star wars shirt now because i watched them every day what i'm wearing a star wars shirt right now see all right you win you win this battle star wars you 1977 you win you win for the now shirt isn't from 1977 but okay for now for i now. just didn't want people to think uh, that i'm like anti-star wars or anything i just haven't seen a lot of the newer stuff i'm a little bit of a curmudgeon when it comes to the new weird stuff no 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 i get you that that newer stuff is a letdown for sure but um the mandalorian wasn't so much of a letdown season one and two were better than season three but that's a whole nother conversation for another time um the, the i want to know if it's going to be a story driven game what because this this has this this affects gameplay a lot if it's a story-driven game if so what time frame is it before the series is it does it take place after the series am i gonna see a little tiny grogu running around in first person um am i like i feel like a mandalorian star wars game probably deserves more in my opinion to be a third person game I don't see this being so much of a first person game because like you're in Mandalorian, maybe I mean, you want to see your cape or stuff like that. Especially with you know how popular like Helldivers is. People want to see it. It's gotta be first like, person because that's what the article says. And then I did look up uh I'm the article fo- for sure says it, but I and I know it's gonna be first person. I just think this should have been third person, and then another gotcha. first person game should have been. I mean, I maybe it's because I want Republic Commando too, but I think it should have been more from like a stormtrooper, clone trooper, rebel soldier, you know, some like an infantry new, or even like a new character. Whereas like the Mandalorian is so iconic that I just, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, we'll see how the gameplay is. If it's, I mean, respawn makes great first person shooters. I don't have any issues with them. Um, I'm just kind of curious to see what it's going to be like. And we, and hell, I mean, Star Wars and EA in general, haven't had a good history with battlefront 2 getting their development shut down and no more updates you know so and and of course that was you know the whole controversy of loot boxes so this is gonna you know and 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 that brings up another thing is there gonna be pvp in this you know is there gonna be a a first person pvp that there's there's just i think it, it to be honest it brings up more questions and answers at this point, for sure. Here's here's what the article says. It says, according to sources, the game will set will see the player take control of a Mandalorian bounty hunter, unclear who, set during the time when the Galactic Empire is dominating across the galaxy. It's your job as a bounty hunter to capture bounties dead or alive for cash. That sounds uh, PVE to me. Um, okay. So as first reported by PVE. Jeff. Interesting. Okay. And then the game is being led by Respawn, first reported by Jeff Grubb. Creative, de- uh, creative director Mohamed Alavi who left the studio to pursue his next venture, according to Grubb, who didn't disclose it was a Star Wars game at the time, but as recently, the game will be focused on mobility and style as guiding principles. The game's high mobility has been made possible storytelling-wise thanks to Mandalorian's jetpack, which allows player to perform horizontal dashing, vertical jumping, and boost sliding, If in, in the somewhat similar sliding downhill in Apex Legends. So 
it's being made by the same folks that made Titanfall. The movement is going to be pretty good and really fast, uh, I'm guessing. Um, as to be expected, playing as a Mandalorian bounty hunter gives a player a wide variety of weapons and gadgets, including wrist rocket, grapple hook, a visor for tagging enemies, bounties, and more. Um, it, it's understood that the game will not be an open world and have linear levels taking place on a variety of different planets in the Star Wars universe. So it really sounds like open world single player. Um, to well, it says not, will not be an open world more linear. Will not be an open world and have linear levels. So sorry, I read that completely backwards. I just turned 37. Please forgive me. I read that completely <laughs> backwards. I'm so glad. 73. Jeez, man. Um, it says it's unclear when it'll be released. It said there's a, still a year or two away. At the very least, it's currently unclear if the game will have multiplayer experience or not. What I was hoping for so bad, and this might be Republic Commander 2, I don't know, was like, I thought it'd be so cool, but because you're you're having kind of like all these spinoffs and things like that, you're making the Star Wars mm -hmm. universe so much bigger as of the last few years that having like a PvP arena shooter with like an S and D mode, I go there every time. I'm so sorry, or maybe even even like maybe like a BR or an extraction mode too. Basically, like a Star Wars COD, but all the different stuff would make sense, and you could have like different characters from across the universe to play as, and it would just be awesome. I feel like. Well, funny enough, in uh, the Republic Commando multiplayer game, there was, you had your standard deathmatch, team deathmatch, capture the flag, and something called Assault back in the day. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how it was. I think it was more of like, uh, what was it? Tradition, I don't know, like more uh, objective based. Um, and this is like, Again, this is like during the days of like Unreal Tournament. So this is like that kind of multiplayer um, back then. So it is possible to have that arcadey PvP first person Star Wars gameplay. You know, so but now that also makes it interesting that so I guess you're not playing as Mando himself as Din Djarin. Um, from what the article says, you're playing alongside that story, but you're also playing so from what it says, because again, this is like the Star Wars nerd coming out. The Mandalorian takes place after the Empire falls. This said during the Empire's reign. And right. we know Star Wars Outlaws, which is another EA game that's third person. Oh, sorry, Ubisoft, right? Hold yep. on. Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft. Sorry, Ubisoft. That's, that's third person open world that also takes place during like the height of the Empire's like reign. So two games both taking place in the same era. Uh, where Din Djarin comes into play during this, I'm not so sure because it's this. You're gonna see if anything, you're gonna see like a younger Din Djarin, not like teenager Din Djarin. I don't know how old he is during like the events of the show, but I don't know. And then the movement as well, if it's anything like Titanfall, I was kind of expecting that to be honest from Respawn. I don't know why. Maybe because of just, you know, Titanfall and stuff like that and Apex Legends and stuff like that. Uh, I could see that being a thing. Your jetpack being like your boost pack able to, you know, dodge left and right and first person and maybe wall climb with like the jetpack as well too. you know, help respawn with um, uh, Jedi, you know, survivor and stuff like that. There, there's, you know, in Fallen Order, there's wall running. It's in third person, but there is wall running. There's the movement swinging on vines. So it's, it is possible. So um, I don't expect to see anything with Grogu in it. <laughs> if it's during that era. 
it'll be oh, a no. microtransaction skin you can buy to have like a little grogu on your back while you're running around that's what i'm wondering too like i'm also that's another thing too it's like okay it's single player most likely pve first person that like i don't expect there to be microtransactions in the game for cosmetics because if it's first person only who the hell cares what you look like at that point what am i gonna look at my feet you know so i mean apparently unless it changes like ui and stuff like that (laughs) that's true too billions on skins yeah but i mean at least there you got other people looking at you at least this game where you're gonna have the npcs go wow nice suit (laughs) (laughs) yeah they probably do you pay like 50 bucks for a skin and all the npcs just compliment you so you feel good about your purchase yeah (laughs) great so i don't know it seems uh interesting uh I wonder again it th- even if there is just you're a random Mandalorian this opens up the window to hopefully a nice PVP type of game mode in there cuz like Mandalorians are notorious for having like wars and whatnot like or little skirmishes different clans like that'd be cool to have like Mandalorian clans fighting against each other in like a PVP game mode and then that way that's probably when they bring in the skins yeah right there because i know you're fighting other people yeah that would be cool it's still it's still a ways out but man it was several years to work on it i think there you would hope you'd like to think there's I mean, a lot of content there maybe it's just crazy to know that that ex dev mohammed went like as he left that's when he kind of just opened up the floodgates yeah weird you know but and it makes me wonder like did he leave because of this did he leave for other reasons it doesn't say in the article why he left uh no you know so i wonder i don't know i'm not just i'm just saying it's just <laughs> interesting timing that imagine it's like it's like you leave a company and then you air out the company's not dirty laundry but like a pretty big that happens a lot moment you know that's kind of messed up and I wonder if it's because he wants them to get eye- people to get eyes on this, and then maybe it's not a, in a good development cycle. I don't know. You know, there could be a reason for that. So we'll just yeah. have to wait and see. That is it. Wait and see. Again, I feel like that happens a lot when devs leave. They kind of air that out, and like sometimes after like games launch and it's rough, and people leave, you start to just hear rumblings of like how it went down and stuff. I. Man, game development has to be such a such an emotional thing to go through because everyone's so invested in it, and everybody's got different ideas on how stuff should be done. And the, the you know when the canvas is blank, there's so many different things you could do, but somebody has to say no. This is the direction the game's going. This is how it goes. And somebody who's super invested on it has to do an idea that they don't like. Like there's just the environment for game development feels to me like it would be just ripe for drama and conflict so i I think it's pretty common um gray zone sucks it's not republic commando 2 (laughs) what if it is but it isn't it's not but what if it is (laughs) you know i go there sometimes i go there um dude okay so gray zone man pretty excited about the game to be honest didn't know i mean you probably knew but if you didn't get it together so, got a little bit of uh, information today on the map. So, it's a 42-kilometer map. We do know that. 
the creative director. Whoa, I just lost my OBS. It's fine. It's back. Um, so the creative director <laughs> uh, showed a small detail that's been added to Greyzone Warfare to enhance their sense of exploration and progress. Also, the map now is influently, but it depends on mouse settings. So basically, in your HUD, when you like tab out, one of your tabs is your gear. Another tab is health. So that's probably where you'll see, you know, what limbs and what parts of your body are damaged and stuff. And you can see tasks. But at the top, it's also split into your character and the map. So you actually have access to a mini map. Um, and a lot of people are going around thinking because one of the big things about this game was that they're talking all about realism. They're talking about not going to hold your hand. It's going to be super hardcore and you're going to have to figure stuff out, which makes you think that you're probably not going to get a mini map. So a lot of people were surprised uh, by this. Um, I beg to differ. Tarkov has that. nothing, man. Like you're there, you're in it, like figure it out. Yeah. But, but Tarkov, you're a PMC and you're, it's almost like po not post apocalyptic, but it's pretty much like all hell breaks loose. That's the same here. This you're one, a PMC. Sure. But I mean, it, I don't know. Cause like there are things called ATAX. That's basically like on your chest rig, like a little phone that drops down, you know, and it's a pretty much a real time GPS tracker, you know, so that, as much as I'm not, I'm not expecting because Arma does it as well too, and, and people have compared this game to Arma a lot. I'm not expecting the character to look down every single time, but even Arma Three that gets brought up all the time as it being such a realistic milsim shooter, you can have a, basically a version of a mini map, but it's just a small little ATAX viewfinder, and you can only see things that either like your teammates only or something that you've drawn on the map prior to coming in or even during. So I okay. wonder, and it, it, looking at the map as well, too, you see like your position plus it looks, is that like other teammates as well too? Uh, no. So those are the landing zones, but I think, so the, what you're saying makes sense with what I think is going on. I think that's probably what this is. Some kind of like uh, GPS equipment that you have access to, to see your location. And then, the way I understand it in the comments, what he's talking about, you don't see these landing zones appear until you find them yourself. And then you can basically mark them on your GPS. So then you can see where they're at as well as like the base. So it sound that sounds right. And then the other thing that I thought was interesting and really makes sense with what you're saying is when he was moving around with the cursor, it gives you X, Y, like lat long coordinates with your cursor. Yeah, so I'm assuming yeah, that's possible. Yeah. That's probably how you'll have to communicate with your team. Cause you'll probably have to say, you know, I'm at, you know, 119, 177. You're getting grid coordinates. Same thing with, yeah. with like an actual ATAX. Yeah, it makes sense. Like even okay. like a Garmin Overland GPS can do the same thing too. A little bit more, you know, fancier, but yeah, yeah. it's possible. It is possible. So I think, I think that's what this is. And then, so if people have any issues with like the whole, like this is a realistic type of mini map. Uh, not me. I beg to differ. Not me. I've, I know I've, not you. I'm just saying, but I've, I've seen, I know there's going to be comments out there, there that are, are like there that. Are. So, that makes sense, you know, yeah. but I saw that sentiment. for are, me. I think, yeah. I think it's going to make the game play a lot better, a lot nicer. And you'll see kind of where you're going, where you need to be. And also, you know what, communicate. Though? Is, is it a pickup or is it something that you just have on you? Ah, I think you have it on you. Cause Cause it's it in the cool UI like that. It like a pickup, whereas That'd like, you know, but then again, I don't know, you know, cause like you can't, it won't ping enemy locations. It's no. not like you shoot on the map and it's gonna, you know, but it'd be cool. Like, it's like, you can go in on a run without a GPS, you know, on <laughs> you or yeah. a mini map, quote unquote, you know, and then 
if you die, you lose that. You got to buy another one, you know, something like that. I don't know. I think that would be a really cool mechanic. But if it's on you again, and it's again, you're not going to see. It's not going to be a Call of Duty mini map with red dots everywhere. No, I it, uh, gonna be, from people, what we leave, can... people have second monitors with the map up on the second monitor. Anyways, it's going to be pretty much that. Yeah, I think it shows you where you're at, just like a handheld GPS, and then things you marked, yeah. like landing zones and your, your main base. I, I think yeah. that's it. So we got to see that. That looks really cool. Um, they're in this, and then you got to see the map zoom out. So um, I don't know if you guys can see this, but where I'm looking at on here, um, that the map is zoomed out. It shows the zoom level on the low right. This is zoomed in at 4X what we're seeing now <laughs> and it's the main city uh near one of the bases um if you go a little bit farther that's 3x that's 3x zoom and it's this big looking um so already th there's a lot of open areas um and we'll, we'll get into a little bit more but the map is going to change there's a lot going to be added to the map i think it's going to be similar um to kind of dead side how they've been adding pois and stuff the map is going to change um, through early access and on closer to like the 1.0 release and they're, they're going to add more POIs but the map is big it looks big uh, from this view um yeah so there's a lot of information too that we could talk about if you guys are interested in Grayson Warfare they had they did a uh, developer's interview a few days ago but it was not in English and they just added the English subtitles yesterday. Um, so I went through that. That's what my video is on today. Um, I took some of the high points on that um, and, and wrote those down. So I, I want to drop a few of those and kind of get Blue's reaction to them a little bit and see where you guys stand on this stuff. So he said in the first update, they're going to add the day-night cycle. I was really curious about that. That's not going to be in right at first. Uh, with that also will be thermals and night vision. So thermals are going to be so strong in the jungle. Because you probably see heat signatures through parts of the leaves and stuff. Um, and then when you start the game, you build a character and it just puts you in the server. Um, just you kind of build how you look and then it drops you in the server. You can look for landing zones and loots or you can go to the base camp and check out traders and missions and kind of try to get your footing. You can play however you want. You can go through and progress through all those missions and try to do that. Or you literally don't have to do any missions and you can just open world, run around and, and mess around and do whatever you want. Um, one of the things I thought was super huge he talked about was levels don't increase soft skills like in Tarkov. So like in Tarkov, the more you carry stuff, the stronger you get, the higher you can jump, the longer you can run with stamina and stuff like that. Health and stamina are the same or similar for everybody. He said he didn't like how the soft skills in Tarkov work. I'm totally agreeing with that. Um, he said shoes, gloves, same. shirts, and pants can all look different and you can mix and match all those things so people will look different. And it's hell yeah, so, I love tactical Barbie, dude. So down, so down. Um, <laughs> I, that was one of my favorite things about World War Three was the customization, and also uh, Advanced Warfare did it really well too. And I just remember in Advanced Warfare, all the guys I played with had like their own look, and I knew what my buddies looked like, and it helped so much in combat. Yeah, that I know. So having a distinct look is really cool. Um, he talked about how cosmetics for leveling this would get buff really excited um, running around in jeans. If you're like the higher level players can get access to like jeans, like special forces did in Vietnam and running around in jeans. I know blue loves like jeans on, on <laughs> operators. Um, it's a, it's a really sick look. Um, so that's pretty cool. That's higher level. 
and uh, pretty neat. So so you can tell they'll be like really high level clothing. So if you see somebody wearing that, you'd be like, whoa, okay, this guy this guy's seen some shit. Um, the story got a yeah, little I darker. Bet I, see, I bet I see tiger tiger stripe as well too, especially in oh. Vietnam. If I don't see tiger stripe, I'm gonna be upset. Hundred percent. You heard him. You heard him. Madfinger Games. Blue will be upset, and you do not <laughs> want Blue to be upset. Um, no. Yeah, when they brought in the former PMC Sean McFate um, and the Pentagon advisor, the story got a lot darker. They made it more realistic, and they said it's definitely an adult dark story. Um, they did. They not only filmed animations and weapon handling from Special Forces soldiers um, that we talked about earlier. They did some animations where he's fumbling around in like stress and stuff like that to try to make the timings and things realistic. Um, they also had a former combat medic assist with the healing animations too. So. All the animations are from scratch. There's nothing like pre-made or anything from actual soldiers and operators that did this stuff. Um, I All wanted right. to get I wanted to get Blue's thoughts on this because you're uh, you're a survival game extraordinaire. Um, eating is Hell not as frequent yeah. in Tarkov, but it reacts to how hard you're working, also the weather. So I think like Daisy, maybe if it's like basically said, if it's like cold and raining, your metabolism will work faster. You have to eat a little bit more. But okay, Tarkov is silly. You have to eat like every twenty minutes. Yeah, no, Tarkov takes it to the extreme where it's like I could barely run forever. And again, that's another thing. It's like, aren't I supposed to be a pretty highly trained private <laughs> military contractor? Yeah, but I could barely run across the street without getting winded. You know, so. And you have to eat a Snickers bar. A, yeah, every five minutes. Don't forget. <laughs> or, you know, a can of pineapple or freaking you know, a soda. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, um, you know, that kind of uh, same thing with uh, with Stalker as well, too, like certain Stalker mods, um, which, again, it's kind of based off of EFT, but an EFT is based off of Stalker. Long story, but like that whole thing of just like eating as well too, like having your metabolism be affected by that. Um, I like it where it's just simple, like. I can go a little bit without eating, but you know, if I'm out there for like an hour straight, yeah, my body's going to get a little tired. Metabolism is going to get used up a lot. Um, uh, I wonder how it affects weapons too, like the rain and weapons and cleaning weapons. Is that going to be a thing, you know? Cause like, what if weapon durability starts to decrease after like you go on the raid with like the same thing over and over again, it's the jungle. It's going to be wet rain and metal usually don't mix too well, you know, after a while or, and then also shooting your weapon over and over again, you know, is there going to be some kind of carbon buildup? Is there going to be, is that, I don't think it's going to get that into detail where I'm going to like have to physically get freaking, you know, a brush and start scraping off the carbon and stuff like that. <laughs> but, you know, I, I feel like that might be a thing weapon durability, at least to some basic degree. Um, which is also again in day Z uh, and the dead side. Now, um, you know, there's plenty of other games that have that kind of where it's like, okay, cool. Now you're up in, you took this AK out or you picked it up. Imagine like you picked up an AK from a bandit that was, you know, walking around. It's in horrible condition. And now it jams up on you a lot. You know, yeah. I'm sure I'm, so. I'm guessing that's what it'll be like. Um, So to go along the lines of that with the guns, he didn't, they said, uh, Mara said, getting, basically, my take on this, getting hit by a bullet is really complicated in this game. It's that way in Tarkov, too, with fragmentation chance, chance of ricochets, 
um, pin through armor, all that stuff. But it's complicated here as well, maybe even more so. Um, you, he said you generally won't insta-die. He said they didn't want that because that really sucks in a high-stakes game to just get one-tapped and you're back in the spawn uh, without all your stuff. So it's not even a... There's no health points. There's no HP. It's not an HP system. Uh, it has to do more along the lines of like the your limit. blood and also the conditions of your organs. So terminal ballistics are also simulated on the gun, but what it hits. So the body is split up into cavities and also organs and bones. So if you get hit in a vital organ, you're going to go into the coma where you need revived and end, and end up dead pretty soon. If a critical organ is hit, you die, he said. But bones can break. If you get hit in non-critical organs, you have to heal those. And then you kind of have to do triage. And different organs getting hit cause different symptoms. You have to heal by stopping the bleeding and adding blood. If you bleed out, you go into a coma. And at that point when you're in a coma, you have to be healed by someone else to revive you. You can't, re you can't self-revive. So that's where having a teammate will help you. You have to do triage on yourself and heal the most important bleeds first, then add bloods all that time trying to figure out, do you need to uh, deal with the threat first? You have time to heal. Basically, what I'm saying is it's complicated and gunfights are going to be crazy. Gunfights <laughs> are going to be really, really realistic in that regards. Like They're going to be insane. Um, And also in that thick jungle combat, when you start having people trying to heal, you're trying to heal, you're trying to keep track of your teammates. And there's so much cover around in the jungle. People could be flanking. Your guys could be flanking. Like if you're wearing camo, crazy. you know, you're going to get lost. Yeah, dude, that. Okay. I will say I've played with a ton of people that love that kind of gameplay. Uh, I've played with a ton of people that have used their in real life experience in the military to play games like this. I've seen them go against casual players. <laughs> these guys will probably shit all over the casuals because the casuals are going to come in thinking it's like Tarkov more where it's just, you know, serve 12 left arm. Good to go. Blacked out, you know, but if it's something like this, I'm going to uh, like, again, there is a reason why they told people like when you have a team, you're going to have one person carry extra ammo. You're going to have one carry one person basically be the medic, carry extra meds, carry extra blood, carry extra tourniquets, splints. I'm guessing, <laughs> I mean, to the point where I'm thinking I'm going to start seeing NPAs, uh, the thing that goes up in your nose when you, you know, when you get shot and you need oxygen going to your lungs. Like, I, is it going to be something like that? Am I going to start seeing, you know, it, there's just so many uh, five, five, six, the, the, the ballistics on that. Is it going to tumble when it hits a bone now inside your body? Is it going to go bounce around and start hitting all kinds of stuff? You know? Oh God, needle. Uh, <laughs> oh Dude, am I going to have to, yeah, is the medic going to know exactly between which rib to freaking stab a needle all into right. someone? You know, <laughs> probably so not many that things. Uh, uh, probably not, but it's going to be hilarious. It'd be funny. Like, imagine like a mini game. All right. It's between the first <laughs> and second rib. It's between the third and fourth rib. Isn't there a game like surgery simulator or something? Simulator. Like, uh, Dude, it's going to be surgery simulator. <laughs> I took out your heart, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh man, he got shot in the oh heart. You're like, God. Dude, I got. 
in my uh, lunch pack cooler. I got another heart. Let's wire this baby in, boys. Cut him open. <laughs> go to a mini game. Uh, it makes me wonder too, like the the coma system. Like, am I? How is it gonna work? Too, I'm just thinking from like a UI perspective too. Like, if I go down, am I just gonna be staring at a black screen with no sound, or is it gonna be like black screen or in and out of consciousness? Am I gonna hear like muffled gunshots in the background? Yeah, where, I like, hope so. Okay, it's because it's like. Because it's like, if I go down and I go black screen, do I quit back to the menu or do I wait and see if my that boy's going to be able to pick me up? Yeah, that, that's probably a choice. You can probably either give up you know, or you so can I'm wait wondering, I'm wondering how that it's going to work in you, as a UI perspective. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I, that would make the most sense. I hope it can't. It's probably like really blurry and pretty dark and hopefully you can't move around. Some games you can move Maybe around on your mouse comes and you can up, give call outs. You know, <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah, exactly, best, but. exactly. But it'd probably be like a timer, be like bleed out in thirty seconds or something like that. So similar, to like yeah, SWAT that, or something. like you said earlier, it's like, do I react to contact? Do I put that guy down in front of me that just took my boy out? Do I need to heal myself? Do you know? Am I? Did I get hit in the arm? Now I, I can't shoot straight. You know, like man, there and and yeah, there's gonna be um, it's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, and they, they did say in a couple. Uh, interviews ago that if you get shot in the head in the brain, yeah, you're you're gonna go down pretty much. You're not <laughs> yeah. gonna, you know, have yeah. to conduct brain surgery. But I, but, I, I um, thought this stuff. It's it's that it's that tact. Okay, I mean, I hate to bring up like a World War Three term, but like the tactical realism, where it's it has to fit in a gameplay sense. You're not gonna be because again, in real life, like they said, you get shot pretty bad. You get banged up pretty bad. You're going to get sent back to, you know, behind the lines. You're going to get, you know, be in a hospital for a week or two, three weeks, four or five, whatever. It's not going to be that, you know? So it's, and also that also brings up too, cause like the way Tarkov does where when you get out of raid and you're all banged up, you just pay to get healed up again. Is it going to be the same thing in gray zone where, all right, I'm banged up, but I made it out. I escaped. Do I just have to, is there a timer? now on my guy do i just pay to get everything fixed up do i have to still use some of my own medical supplies and drag and drop on the body character so yeah i don't know yeah i'm I, gonna have to bring i'm gonna have to go through my combat lifesaver course again like i do not remember a lot of shit <laughs> just, i wonder if that helps out my real life knowledge if, that's if actually I had very to, cool if i had to guess i bet it's kind of like dead side where dead side like when you get offed your your loot stays there you just respawn and start over like your fresh health but you're naked and you got to figure stuff out you can go back and try to get your stuff and risk that or not that's what yeah, it well like it said you you could be able to get your stuff uh especially like if your friends win the fight and you died you can come back in and get back to your stuff grab it and continue on so right i remember they did say that was going to be a thing so it's yeah i'm curious as to how it's going to work in a full match like i need to see that from point a to point b I need to see point A die back to point A, then point B. Like I need to see all that because yep. this could potentially like make or break the game. Because if so, take Scum for instance, like Scum is still pretty popular, but within a pretty small niche. Like it's got a good player base. Don't get me wrong, but it could have a bigger player base if it was more. Okay, I'm not saying make it casual, but like the healing in that is pretty insane too. So it's i don't know i i there's there's a reason why arma is very niche there's a reason why tarkov is very niche this is i always knew this is going to be a niche game but the medic 
the medical stuff i'm i'm just curious because like i i for me i get excited but i know someone listening to everything that you just said that list of things that could go wrong someone just got turned off by it and again it might not be the game for them but at the same time i'm just i need to see in a gameplay perspective yep agreed uh to move on there's also then and some of this stuff is kind of all over this is just how it came up in the in the talk so the, the, there's weird um it talked about there's an onboarding <laughs> area with lower level ai and some loot but you can skip that and go straight to the hard areas if you want to nope, they I'm mentioned good. some pois on the map mill base a vip resort and a mall and then many scattered pois in and around there they wanted to as you're traveling in different directions they want you to come across at least a really small town every like couple hundred meters so if you are out in the sticks or you need to find something, there are areas throughout the map to like loot and get your feet back under you and find find stuff, find food, find meds, ammo or stuff like that. So right and I, and how I understand it is the map's going to be seeing a lot of updates uh moving forward. Um in the middle of the map is where the ground zero is. That's where the incident or the whatever happened went on. Um but they're not adding that in. They're not unlocking the middle part of the map until all the pillars of the game are done. So until they're done with the base game, the base loop and all that stuff, um, anomalies, artifacts, and like I, I called it kind of the mystical part of the game, like the mystery and the, the weird stuff going on. inspired stuff. Right, yeah. like the roadside picnic stuff doesn't happen until they get like the yeah, base pillars done. So that, yeah. yeah, that might not come until like 1.0. Um, It'd be interesting too. I don't want to just see like a wall built around Ground Zero. I want it to be like, but it's like just so much radiation that you'll die no matter what, no matter how close you try to get. <laughs> it's the smoke like microwave. Exactly. Um, a lot of the equipment, I thought this was cool. Um, a lot of the equipment in the game is military equipment that they purchased or borrowed. And then they had photogrammetry equipment in the studio that they 3D scanned it themselves. The weapon assets are actually modeled as the parts of the guns and they have internal animations that work. So like... They, and they went to the Royal Armory, that one guy that does all the YouTube videos about different uh, games and guns, the guns that are in different games. Uh, they showed some footage of them working with him at the uh, Royal Armory Museum. And they actually modeled, like, said anywhere between, like, 16 and 20 parts that move within each gun. So, like, the bolts move, the cartridge goes through the gun, the triggers move, like, all that stuff goes on inside the guns which I think would lead to customization because they said some of the parts do the same things in different guns, so you can change out parts for different things. We, we haven't seen weapon customization, but it's supposed to be pretty granular, um, and it, it might be where they took the time to animate all those parts. So they, yeah, they're, not, I mean, yeah. they're not like hmm. purchased assets. They're, they made the guns. They made a lot of the gear, a lot of the equipment. They modeled that themselves. Um, this is huge. So the servers themselves, we know they're going to be persistent. He said there's going to be 48 total other or 48 total players. 16 will be in your faction. And so that means there's 32 potential enemies. So you're not supposed to fight against your faction. But they made it to where they're not incentivizing PvP combat. And in that in that vein, there are no quests to kill other players and other PMC factions. They don't want competitors to necessarily, they want them to be competitors, not enemies. You don't get any XP for killing another player. You literally only get to loot them. So they're not incentivizing PVP. They hope that people will use prox chat, try to figure stuff out, potentially work together, but understand there's going to be betrayal. There's going to be gunfights. There's, there's going to be 
all that stuff. Good, so yeah, like Daisy experience I, it, type thing. Yeah, I thought it was really cool because it might lead to more dynamic interactions and not necessarily people just fighting like shoot on site um, because you don't get too much reward for it. But I don't know, late game probably just gonna kill everybody. Um, <laughs> then um, I thought this was <laughs> really important. Anyone. <laughs> this I thought this was really important too because I haven't. Um, I never played like the Psycho Frontier, which was the other game that I could think of that had persistent servers somewhat. Yeah. But how they work is interesting. He said some quest items are local to you. So like if you have the quest active and you have to go pick up something, that's going to be there for you only. But if you have to kill a boss, someone else might have already killed that boss and you show up and he's already dead. So you have to go do something else and wait for the boss to respawn. And basically what he said was the servers, it, the server is constantly regenerating itself. So after somebody leaves an area after so long, loot starts to repopulate in those items. There's dynamic loot. It starts, the rooms start to fill up with loot and the doors will close. So sometimes you'll show up in an area. He didn't want people showing up into areas and it's constantly opened and looted and already that he wanted some, um, a feeling of like you're okay. exploring this stuff. Okay. So over time, the map just kind of regenerates after you left loot will start to pop back in doors will close. And it will kind of just like change. It's, it's kind of reminds you like Dark Zone from Division. Is that bit. how it like works? When, like those, yeah, like the if you because it, it's kind of a you know somewhat persistent as well too. So there's raid bosses in there too that you have to go and you know. Grab. Let's talk more Division One. I feel like more. Um, so yeah, uh, interesting concept. So yep, I haven't played. It makes I, it a lot better. Yeah, and that. And that's like what we talked about, just how huge persistent servers are um, for unpredictability of gameplay. It's going to be awesome. I won't, I won't get to do my, uh, my Tarkov hide meta. I hide in the trash bags until there's 10 minutes left in the raid and go get my <laughs> stuff done. I won't be able to do that anymore. Um, I mean, it's, I, I, it's cool. I was, I was going to ask like how, like how that would work out, but that answer my question was just like the loot respawning over time question is how long right as well you know that's are people going to be farming a certain boss over and over again as well for specific weapons or armor or loot stuff like that too so yeah there there are and, some uh, questions it, there it reminds me too of like um there was another uh mmo stalker uh minecraft thing called stalkraft um yeah. that had like if you're yeah when you're running around it's open world but when you're running around and you have a quest that you only you have only you can see the quest item or the quest character, the NPC and stuff like that. So it's going to be simple. It's like, Hey guys, real quick, as you're walking along, maybe to like, uh, everyone has one quest, but you have a side quest that only you have. Hey guys, one second and stop by this building. That's on the way. I got to go talk to this guy, get some information that we can continue on. Whereas like when everyone gets there, only he can see him. So, yeah. you know, or I got to grab this specific item. So yeah, it's, it's definitely doable. There's other games that have done something like this. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think that's how, that's how it sounds. And then, That'll that'll be the other thing I thought about. Like you'll you'll go around like into maybe like you got to go into the hotel or whatever, and you realize that the doors are still open, and you're like, oh shit! Like somebody was just here. Like we need to be. Or someone's like, still here. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that could so. like give you kind of an eerie feeling and have to figure stuff out. But having Prox chat at launch is really cool. So um, to be able to like try to try to talk to people and uh, figure stuff out. So yeah, um, that's basically the main points I got from that interview. Um, 
I think pretty good stuff actually. There wasn't a lot. I don't think a lot of people saw it. That video only had like 800 views. So I was like, man, that's this is good, good stuff. So, um, I kind of broke it down, and then I encourage people to definitely, if you watch my most recent video, um, it goes over some of this stuff and kind of my thoughts, and then the the link to the the original videos in there. So definitely check that out afterwards and, and give them some traction because because they did a really good job and got a lot of good information. Um, I just had it was like 40. It was like 48 minutes long and I had to read it because it, it wasn't in English. So I thought it would, it would help the English speaking folks out if we, uh, we cut it down a little bit. But yeah, man. And then overall, one of the things I know I sound like I'm like a super fanboy for this game sometimes and I'm excited for it. Um, but I, <laughs> right along those lines, people are going to think I'm a shill or apologist for the, for the studio or something. I, I, I'm really not connected with them in any way, but. I'm I'm just worried that it's going to get too harshly judged because it's getting compared so much to Tarkov that the instant this game launches in early access, it's going to be compared to Tarkov that's been in beta for seven years. A game that's just launching in early access is going to get compared to something that's been around and been worked on by a lot more people for a lot longer. And it's a little bit, it's going to be a little bit unfair because if you think about when Tarkov was in this yeah. stage, it had a couple weapons. It had the factory map. Factory. That's it. Tiny little factory. Pre, pre-expansion factory. And uh, like three traders in the alpha test of Tarkov. So that's what's going to happen. People are going to be like, well, this game only has one map. Well, this game only has like six ARs. Well, this game only has, you know, 150 quests which is like almost as many as Tarkov already. And they have so much, they have so much more planned for this game. But I hope people will see that because Tarkov is also like giving people a slow timetable to expect things. Um, because it's been, Tarkov's been worked on for years, you know what I mean? And I, I don't yeah. know, I don't think this game is going to get, I don't think people are going to give it seven, eight years. They're going to want to see it compete right away. And yeah, not saying I, it has to compete, as, but that's just what people are going to compare it to. Like, no matter what yeah, you say, even though yeah. they're different, they're different gameplay loops, right? Tarkov is session based. Like you join a match. It lasts for 40 minutes. Like that's it. This is persistent servers, more open world, like all on one map. They're different games, but just because of how it is, how it looks, the setting people are going to compare it. And, and I think it's going to get a little bit too harshly judged. You know what? I hope they get a chance to finish out their vision. I I will say too, this is the more, especially with like the mystical, the myst, the, you know, the, the mythicism behind the lore and stuff like that. I really think a lot of stalker fans might really enjoy this. And that's a pretty big market as well too, where it's going to be, if anything, it's going to be more, I feel like the more open world survival gameplay people, that type of, audience like daisy stuff like that will enjoy this a lot more than your tarkov chads i think so too i don't know i mean i i think i I think there's going to be like a role-playing aspect to it where in game like i hope people use the proximity chat people are hopefully wanting to know about the story behind what the hell happened i've been playing a lot of you know again stalker games recently and i know there is a stalker daisy server being created right now um, but even that is, well, there's, a, there's, there's, there's multiple stalker Daisy servers, but there's one created being created by, uh, clean and his team, who's also 
a really big uh, Tarkov player as well, too. It's interesting to see the parallels because people want that. That's like the 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 cooperation between players, but then also that idea of like this guy could betray you at any second still. So it's again, again, it's it's not. I mean, it's kind of when they first introduced like the scav. Um, what's the word? Uh, karma. And yeah. when they introduce VoIP and stuff like that, it, it might have something kind of like that where, you know, people will be talking to each other, hopefully more. I know I will be in certain areas. I know if it's going to be like on a military base or maybe somewhere big, I, I'm probably shooting on site. But like there might be moments where I had you have to talk your way out of it or something like that. I don't know. It's just that. It's it feels more like a survival game than a I mean, it's a survival PVP of open world whereas like tarkov just feels like a pvp game of hardcore elements yeah but i mean and i think like for the soccer community pve servers are going to be huge like to be able to, to have that focus on the story and there, player did, did they say pve pv there's going to be pve or pvp servers like you can pick which way you want to play so then yeah 100 percent. Yeah, it's huge that that's that's yeah hold on what i totally forgot about that wait yeah. a minute yeah dude that's gonna be a game changer that i'm sorry if people are i mean there are gonna be people that are gonna be comparing this to tarkov yeah sure but like this is yeah this is a whole different game when it comes to that this is gonna be like it's, again I'm, I'm coming from like the stalker perspective like this is almost like if there's the the stalker anomaly mod efp that kind of focuses on like the tacticalness of Tarkov plus into the world of an open world uh stalker game. Um yeah, I mean there's not gonna be any mutants around, not that we know of yet. Um <laughs> right. I mean if they if they introduce mutants then it, it's game over. I don't know how that that'll work out. Um who knows maybe but um yeah I'm just I this is I all I all I want now though is player dedicated servers sounds like they're gonna have them yeah i mean dedicated community servers. yeah fenex and chat yeah same thing i i would like to see that also because of cheaters hackers more admin powers i would like to see admin tools as well to be introduced early on there's like i, I think dead side for instance where there's dedicated dedicated community servers but there's horrible admin tools that we can't do anything against hackers all we can do is just report them ourselves too. So yep. really hope there's something along that line. But then, uh, then people like to say uh, the, the admins have, cause it'd be interesting how, how powerful are admins. Can you spawn in as an admin on your own server and then just give yourself good loots, teleport around yeah. the map, you know, it's, so it's I like anything an like admin you... is just an admin and not a player. Yeah. If you're at, if you're an admin like that, like no one's going to be on your server. So, <laughs> it'll work itself yeah. out i feel like that's um, true too that's so. true too no guys yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much all the grades and stuff it's, it's a lot of stuff um hopefully um we see some gameplay really soon and uh early access is supposed to be pretty soon so. open i feel like there could be a uh a delay coming but i don't know I don't I don't have any information. That's just my gut feeling because in this interview I think so too. So in this interview uh, Morris said early access this year. And, you know, we've been hearing, um, we've been hearing 
quarter uh, one, quarter one, quarter one, quarter one. Well, there's only like a little over a month left in quarter one, so we'll see. But if there is, it's not a huge deal in my opinion because they really haven't been talking about this game that long. Like some games talk about their development for five years before they bring the thing out. <laughs> yes, seriously, they wouldn't kill these me. guys were already like pretty into the development before they brought it up. So I appreciate yeah. that as well. The communication cool. for them from them has been off the charts. You want to talk about hell divers? I was gonna say, you know, I was gonna, damn it, I was gonna say something oh. really cool. A segue. I was Dude, gonna anyway. be like, you know, what has a really another good communication between its players and the community? Hail divers! Hey, you are the segue king, Blue. You're the segue king. <laughs> That's why we pay you the big bucks or something. That's right. Yeah. Still waiting on my checks. Anyways, yeah, it's in the mail, bud. It's in the mail. It's high priority. <laughs> dude, everybody's talking about this dang game, man. It's popped off, dude. Everyone like, I know is talking about this, man. This is the most American gun simulator ever. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. It sounds cool. I, I haven't bought it yet, mainly because it sounds like if I buy it, I can't play it because the servers are full. So I'm just kind of waiting until it calms down. You know what, dude? It's crazy how fast this game popped off. Like, I remember I checked out the Steam charts a while ago for Helldivers. They're they, they, just just checking it out. They again broke their all time peak again. Yeah, for well, like the man couple days in a row. And this is just PC, right? It's also on PS PlayStation PC and PlayStation. So if you look and at this thing, everyone if- is crying for it to come on Xbox. Yeah, There's dude. been memes and videos about that of just like we need reinforcements, bring in the Xbox players. Yeah, because there's awesome. crossplay. There's PC and PlayStation crossplay. You know. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. You can almost see where the uh, on this chart where the servers hit capacity, <laughs> like it's going up and then it flatlines. So they they've been at server capacity, have queue and lock-ins and stuff like that, and it's crazy because it's it's just not something that you know we talked to like literally blue like a couple weeks ago you told me about it like hey this game's coming out and i was like oh that looks neat i might check Dude, out some gameplay I was the of it same way I was, too. it was like yeah, so man. little on my radar and then it's just gone crazy because like i you know was gifted it at first and i you know he told me oh this game was originally a top-down shooter on playstation and it was kind of popular you know we had a little nice community around it all right cool uh check it out when it comes out all right excited for it got hooked on day one kind of haven't put it down since uh as much as i could get back in and and then all of a sudden i got like 33 hours in it already um not much but there's people that put way too much on it um yeah, it I, it just blew up. I mean, we're looking at four hundred and eleven thousand three hundred and fifty nine for an all time peak. With currently right now three hundred and eighty six over three hundred eighty six thousand players on right now, and it just keeps going up. Just the C charge is like that wave. Just this is just PC, yeah. And there's crossplay for PlayStation, so it's going up and down, up and down, up and down. It's it's just increasing over and over, slowly but gradually. Um, now the issue with that and uh what was it it's been brought up in chat as well too um queue times servers getting overloaded i don't know if you got any uh points you want to cover before i say what i got to say too because no i i don't know too much about it i'm I'm on the outside looking in on this game um i i have something to say about it later just from a bird's eye view but go ahead 
Got you, got you. I mean, just for me as a, a person that enjoyed it, I, I hit like level 18 playing with friends. And now every time, I mean, to be honest, it sucks that it's also four player co-op because I have so many friends that play it. And there's only four players that you can play with uh, along with yourself. But I tried, I've had to uninstall and reinstall this game a few times. It's had some issues of like never loading. Um, I had to, you know, mash the retry button to try to get in. Um, and now it's having the issue that, again, people that enjoy this game that want to get back into it, they can't because there's a server queue. And it just it, every time it retries, it adds on more time. So first it's like five oh. seconds, then it's like nine, and then it's 13, then it's like, in, 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 you know, indefinite pretty much. So people just kind of give up after a while. I'm that's why I'm still surprised that the even on PC that it broke its all time peak again because of how many server issues they're they're having right now. And a lot of people, and this is from PCGamer.com, uh, apparently a lot of people are just leaving their consoles and their computers on. I know I I got blinded by the Flash same bang. article as well. I know. <laughs> I can see it happening on your screen. <laughs> People are just staying in. They're leaving their computers on, logging in. There's no AFK timer. And apparently, funny enough that I when I when I sent out this article to you, apparently Helldivers 2 help is incoming. Updates are focused on fixing login, matchmaking, and server load problems. And apparently, I just got flashbanged again. Jesus Christ. Uh <laughs> flash I'm sending out. it to the production production team uh because apparently they're coming out with said update tomorrow um so overloaded servers i mean i wouldn't consider this to be indie either um but i'm not saying it's also triple a it's kind of like i feel like it's in the middle where it was like it was a smaller team i'm not saying it was a small team but it was definitely like compared to like call of duty battlefield those big games it was a smaller team it's it's funny that it's you know the the people at arrowhead they're they're saying like we're suffering on success this game is too popular like it's it's a good and bad problem to have so yeah you know it's uh it's very interesting so it's it's kind of funny it's like literally like you offered up double they offered up double xp by the way because of the server issues but then that brought in more players <laughs> because of the double XP. That's People were like, oh, funny. I can level up even faster. So I just like made it worse. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, it's it's been insane. It's been such a good game, man. I mean, and it's crazy that it's only a co-op PvE game. And it's having this much success. It 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 over yeah, it, it overshot. Uh, what was it? Power World for a bit. I don't yeah. know if it still did or not, but like it on the Steam charts, and that's just on the Steam charts. Again, like I said, all my stats that I keep looking at are just on PC alone because that's what I play on. I don't know what how many people are playing on PlayStation. Yeah, we don't get those numbers, and we don't know. You know, so that's that's it's it's crazy, man. I mean, I I love it, I love the success, but I hate the server issues. So yeah, I think you know. I think they'll even out, and I think over the coming weeks, the player numbers will probably drop quite a bit. That's just kind of what happens with these. Look at the finals. Um, but there, yeah. there's no denying it that at this point, a forty dollar game is this is a this is an absolute smash it out of the park success for them. Um, even if the player numbers trail off, which I expect them to. That's just how that's how shooter games are. That's how any game is. So people are going to say, "See, see, look at the numbers now." That's stupid. Like this game is a success. You know. You're, it's 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 a yeah. uh, it's a PVE game, 
So everyone that buys it at any point can have their fun with it, can have their time with Dude, it, can put their hours into it. Could, it. It could literally lose 300,000 players and still be a success. Oh, yeah. How many games that are indie can lose 300,000 players and still be a success? Yeah. You know? No, it's sweet. And so, it, it sets a really cool crazy. precedent to show that um, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for what this might do. Um, that that more people might get into co-op games because there's no cheaters. I mean, pretty much. I mean, there's that's a, such a huge way to get away from cheaters and, and just have fun. Yeah. It just looks like and sounds like. Again, I'm from the outside. I haven't I haven't played it yet. That it just looks fun. Like just that's it. It's just fun. It's not super competitive. It's not crazy. Uh, yeah. And what Carrera says in chat, it's just like Battlebit remastered. Like their player numbers have dropped off quite a bit. But you can't say that it wasn't a success. They sold a ton of copies. They had a lot of people did it. Um, mm -hmm. And it sounds like... And there's in-game monetization, too. There's cosmetics. And, you know, they, they help out your character. They have, like, little stats to it and something like that. But, I mean, it's not, like, game-breaking mechanics. Again, it's PvE. It's not PvP. So, yeah, I think that's where they, you can kind of get away with it. Also... The really cool part about it is why they, it, I feel like this game could, um, even if it loses players, it will always have just like a wave of returning players, kind of like Planet Side 2 back in its heyday, where it's like, it's, a, it's an ever ongoing war. So the players help to progress the game collectively, unlock more planets, new sectors, different uh objectives the harder difficulties you go so like as you're playing easy you know you have very basic objectives you start going to hard challenging all the way up to hell diver which is like the extreme most extreme difficulty you get different objectives every single difficulty you know yeah and so you, again like you I, know there's people still fighting on space vietnam which is what they call it i don't i don't know if it's been captured yet i haven't checked up in a while but like this is like the memes the meme culture around this as well too is a big oh because yeah just how too. they go oh full into like freedom and democracy and spreading it and exactly, just like you can just go in like team america world people, police style yeah. and like yeah it's it's cool people comparing it to halo and odst drops and you know they they've been kind of uh funny with that so yeah no shout out it'd be cool to see hopefully they take um a lot of the revenue that they're making reinvested in the game i would think there'd be like some more dlc some more content coming out and like they could add missions like as long as they wanted to keep building on it i heard a buddy of mine said that they're gonna add vehicles i'm not so sure uh i think that would be a crazy game because some of these maps are pretty big um you get like 30 plus minutes sometimes to like or like about 30 minutes i think to um explore pretty much and collects a bunch of stuff along the way and uh it's cool because it's like if you had a vehicle in and it can be destroyed or i don't know i it just it's it's so crazy yeah yeah and the battle pass yeah it doesn't have a timer on it as well too you just unlock medals for it and then use those medals to purchase stuff in the battle pack and on top of that you don't have to buy the in-game currency you can find you can find the the currency that you can pay for with real life money in game like physically in the game which is and you earn it as well too just by completing missions so you complete side objectives you open up little bunkers here and there you can collect they're called super credits they do they do the monetization part very well that's pretty cool so yeah it's a big deal. You want to talk about what's on X? Because we alluded to it at the beginning. It's terrifying. 
Let's do it. Dude, Sora AI, man. So OpenAI, the, the, the collective uh, folks that came up with ChatGPT, has made... And this is like, I know it's not first person shooter, but it's just in the space and it's what's on X, dude. And it's just like, it creeps me out. This is a little bit more pop culture, but dude, the, the, the leaps and bounds that this has made in just a year based on you guys remember the old Will Smith eating spaghetti looked like absolute nightmare <laughs> fuel. <laughs> this dude, some of these are insane, but I don't know if you've seen all of them. So here's the one they originally, I've seen a released. lot. Yeah. The, there's a new one with like a hermit crab using an incandescent light bulb as its shell. And that's exactly just what it looks like. It looks like a hermit crab walking with a light bulb. Like, it's so crazy. And like how it just looks so realistic. You can do video now. And yeah. And if you, if you stare at it long enough, you can kind of see some of the, you know, weird, you know, AI parts right, of it. Now, Someone gets like a, a random third leg for now. For now. And this is again within a year. But I could imagine, so like, there's a, a game that I know that used AI artwork for its cutscenes and just put text and voiceover over it. Someone could start using this if, the, if for like an indie dev that couldn't hire, you know, someone to make cutscenes for them. They could just use this. It's so crazy, like how much time they could save. And I try to wrap <laughs> my head around it because... Cause I've been, I've been to the point where like I use AI a lot on my thumbnails as like to get me like 80% of the way there. I feel like it helps me with uh brainstorming overall layout and then I have to take it into Photoshop and fix it. And I think that's where AI is awesome. I mean, just, if you scroll down on that tweet just a little bit, you can already see some, that, and this is the second one I've seen. I've seen the Minecraft? first person Minecraft with Sora. I've yeah. seen literally, it was a first person Minecraft game and like the, the the ui i don't know if that was added later afterwards but i mean and it might be but hell like that looks like a texture pack for did Minecraft. you see the shark one this one's creepy dude no i haven't seen a shark one sorry audio listeners i know you're like oh my god i wish i could see <laughs> dude you know. it is super creepy what is this hold on the shark jumps out of the wall and surprise everyone okay interesting Oh the shark God, the jumps out the water hurt. and this chick just cranes her neck all the way around and the shark yeah. is just looking See, at her got, you know and that's like the ai part it's like oh that just seems off and stuff like that but still i mean dude the cybernetic, cybernetic dog. dog i've seen that one yeah the, i seen the, the lady walking in like japan have you seen that one yeah that was one well, of the original ones yeah. Those are the original ones, yeah. So, but people can make like complete oh, entire man. videos. I mean, look this pro this POV footage of an ant navigating inside a nest. This looks like some crazy, insane like Dude, Discovery I, Channel. When I first Earth saw that, stuff. I thought I thought someone put one of those like needle cameras, those, those like you know inside of an ant hill. I thought that's what I was seeing at first, and I was like, oh, like it was a prompt. Hey, what? So, yeah, plenty yeah, of. Uh, Plenty of future. I mean, the, the video game world, it will change because of this as well, too. The entire world will change. There's going to be channels that just do this because, like, some of this stuff looks close enough to, like, this would take someone hours and hours and hours of compositing in, like, After Effects or Fusion or yeah. something. And now you can just do well, it with a me, prop. I'm thinking it for, like, um, yep, yep. There's so many. I mean, I'm curious how much this is going to cost, but I'm because there's so many, like, Third part, third party sites that you can you know buy to get into B roll and use their B roll and stuff like that. But like if you just do this, 
because I know, especially as a YouTuber and video editor, and I, I've done video editing for a long time as well, I can notice when someone uses like stock footage or like from a, I can even, sometimes I can even point out the specific website you got it from um, because I've just seen it so much. It kind of gets overused. Some of the best shots get overused over now and then. So with AI, there's never going to be the same exact shot twice, no matter what channel, no matter how many prompts you, unless you copy it exactly from that same you know, prompt, I guess. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's, it's just uh, crazy. What, yeah. This is going to be, there's going to be so much stuff from this. Like, there's going to be people making like, like, there's going to be so many viral clips that are going to fool people, especially like real boomers. That's the scary part. And, and that's, and I was so much, pro- you, like, yeah. So much propaganda could be done with this oh and gosh, influence yeah. people. And like, it's just, <laughs> you're not going to, how gonna, many times has you're not gonna be able to believe anything in Arma 3? Yeah, how many times have a new, has a news channel mistaken Armor Three footage yeah. for actual combat footage? Yeah, actual you know? like legit news sources <laughs> thought Armor Three stuff was the actual Ukraine war footage. Like, dude, yeah, this is gonna take that to <laughs> insane levels of fooling people and co- this is. Uh, it, I'm even thinking too, um, from like in my time during film school as well too. Like, we had to you know go out and shoot our own stuff and the like when chat gpt was like it's cool that i took a long break from college because i got to see i got to see college before ai and after ai and it's really cool because now i mean as soon as i got out funny enough i i still have some friends that are um in the university that their teachers are now using like chat gpt scan software to kind of try, I guess, to figure out if students are using chat GPT to use them on their essays. Yeah, they have. Um, so it's, I'm wondering if that's going to be the same thing for videos, but that's going to be really hard. I think in my opinion, I think, you know, unless it can somehow scan for inconsistencies, but then again, how like that train one going through relief, that seems pretty real to me. I mean, I, I, get, I, I get it. It's a fake little tiny train on a, leaf but like if someone said hey i made this in after effects i'm like oh shit that's dope i'll be dude. like that's sick man i bet that took you forever yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly you know so um and wow. it's it, it and it, the thing is people think it's you know it's gonna put you know creators out of business or you know animators out of business like sorry to say guys but marvel already did it like they didn't do it properly i think it looks horrible but like that that um that series they did um with what's samuel l jackson's character i for i haven't seen it um but yeah with nick fury but there's a series with him in it now the opening cinematic is created with ai like the intro of every single episode is ai created and it's like you know it's animated 2d ai but still i mean it's people are big companies are already using it yeah man if you took so if you took this cybernetic dog thing and showed it to like my mom she'd be like they did what to that poor dog oh my god this is outrageous <laughs> like it's gonna i love dude, old people on one, facebook are gonna wait flip, dude. oh my god hold on then use and then you use 11 labs which is ai sound yeah to put in the video dude yeah keep People are gonna make full on movies, man. Yeah. Yeah. Short yeah. Straight up. I mean, I already saw that trailer of like the like the cosmonaut or the astronaut like on a moon surface with like a cloth um 
helmet and stuff like that. But like, yeah, again, it does look weird every now and then. But there's like the details on it. Like there's one of like an old man sitting on a bus and it's like really zoomed in. And it looks so good. I mean, even that one right there. There's or there's like a guy reading a book on a cloud, and like that one, the book looks weird, but the guy sitting on the cloud looks really good. So yeah. Hey, dude, yeah, it's yeah, gonna get that, scammers that's are gonna insane. have a heyday, man. There's gonna be so many like propaganda news channels and like viral on YouTube, video stuff. Dude, I'm already seeing on YouTube, like um, you know, those like Oh, uh, you can call our company to get like a uh, lawsuit or like the the claim lawsuit stuff like that. There is they try to pass it off, but it's like an AI person using like they're taking um I guess their mouse and using it to speak. But yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Sorry, we've been on this subject for t- yeah. too long. There's just so much with this. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it progresses, but. Where, where content is already people try to constantly script viral videos to now they can just type in a prompt and get one. It's like places yeah. like TikTok and stuff are just going to be unbearable. Um, this was one that you posted yep. from OnX, a Photoshop guy. Just learned that some X343 devs pitched an OS, ODST game that was almost exactly like Helldivers. <laughs> so, yeah, so dude, went, I saw I uh, saw a video on it talking about it. And I was like, no way. And I, and I went and looked up the tweet that he showed and then i saw that an x343 dev um prior on the tweet before it um kevin schmidt is his name on x uh apparently and i'll read it out for for everyone as well too um he goes we must have pitched 20 to 30 game ideas over the 12 years i was there that would have totally worked in the halo universe many single player and multiplayer odst themed ones some galaxy spanning some more intimate and one that was really dark. Yeah. They Halo is and we've been dying for another ODST game. They, Halo is such a disaster of untapped potential with all the things they could do. With with that. Um I guess since we're since we're close on time, are you cool with doing uh like what's on X as and kind of quick shots together? Because the last yeah, no, that's I fine. That's fine. Are on X. So For sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Just real quick. Um, Rainbow Six Siege. So we'll have more on this next week. Right now, uh, the Rainbow Six Siege uh, SI 2024 Invitational is going on right now. Um, so the World Championships of Siege are going on. But uh, on February 24th, so in five days, they're going to do the full reveal of the next operation. They teased it as Operation Deadly Omen. So this is going to be year nine, season one of rainbow six siege so they're going to start talking and then they'll kind of do like an overall roadmap for year nine of what's coming to rainbow six siege so they've already done some pretty good stuff with uh with anti-cheat we talked about it a little bit and they're going to show even more um about anti-cheat and then see what all they have planned with operator changes new ops new maps and everything planned uh for rainbow six so I'm excited for that. It's also some really good siege. I love SI, man. I love watching watching uh, international competitive siege. It's so good. Then, so so, all that to say, plan on some more siege stuff next week when we talk. We can talk about what's all coming in year nine. Boom, stalker two hit me with this one, blue. Stalker yeah, two uh, news. So stalker two news Twitter page posted. Uh, Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl apparently will have 100 plus hours of narrative content uh, new mutants as well 
such as the Bayun, or I'm guessing just another word for deer, I think. Uh, more than 30 plus weapons, all customizable within the game. Uh, new factions such as Ward, Noon, or IPSF. Um, this isn't like 100% confirmed, I believe. Again, take this with a grain of salt. This is, you know, this is from a, a, a stock. This isn't like the official stalker uh, Twitter channel. So, you know, things could change. Um, new equipment and the and, and an open world bigger than 60 square kilometers. That's like almost double the uh, Lemang Island from Gray Zone. Whew. Yeah. Plus modding support day one for PC. Soccer 2 is going to be so, massive. Yeah. It looks September so cool. 5th. September? That's September 5th. It got delayed, but it, still, it's two days after my birthday. So I'm, I'll appreciate that. Nice. I got Helldivers for my birthday. Oh, did you? No, I mean, the release of Helldivers was around my birthday. I was just thinking about big oh, games. Oh, I thought someone gave birthday. it to you. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm also really, oh God, I don't want to do it. I really don't want to do it because I've been like such an like, uh, uh, epitome of like, don't pre-order games. <laughs> but the Stalker 2 pre-order, like the $300 one, dude, on their website is insane. It comes with like its own like artifact in a box that lights up like a lantern and a figurine and a dog tag and like maps of the game and audio story or, or story you know art story books and, and oh god it's Dang. i just wanted for the lantern that's all i wanted for but it's like 300 bucks man like that's that's a lot that's a lot for a pre-order <laughs> for a game that has had such a rocky development cycle like even though i know it'd be big for the channel i'm thinking from like a content perspective too as well so it's like you get extra skins you get extra shit in game too so i'm really i'm really like Man. trying to figure out if i spend the money or not so it would be really cool I, i've always wanted to do that on a game i was super hyped about like where you get the the, the only thing i've done that for and i addition. don't have it with me was uh i pre-ordered uh, arkham city and I got like a really cool Batman figurine. The game came in like a really cool case, but then the case basically opened up and folded into like a stand for your Batman figurine. And yeah. it was black and white. It was so cool. I almost but. did it with Battlefield One. They had the cool figure figurine of the Harlem Hellfighter with the that was that one was a cool one with too. With the cape and the wind and stuff. So sick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the nineteen eleven. Because of like a soccer figurine too. That one, that one, that battlefield figurine was really cool. I remember that. That was like, yeah. oh shit. That. I wish I would have done that. I didn't realize yeah, how good and, we and had go it. Ahead and, try, and try to buy it now. Yeah. Like, try to buy that figurine on eBay. It'd be so expensive. Probably. Probably. So that's why I'm like, it's either I buy, I spend the three hundred bucks now, or maybe have to buy just a lantern for like five hundred bucks down the line on eBay or something like that. So yeah, it's like, dude, you should. Man. <sighs> That's a lot of money. I feel like I you should, should do, do it. it. But the wife would be like, for what? Yeah, for I spent game, that babe. much money on a new steering wheel for American Truck Simulator. So, And I just heard that I'm getting my taxes this week. And I'm just like, oh, no, don't tell me that. Tell me we're broke, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that's how, I, that's how I got my steering wheel. Since, since we had a child, it's like the first time forever I've got, actually gotten money back on taxes. So I was like, whoa, this is weird. I, I'll buy something stupid like a steering wheel for American Truck Simulator. <laughs> is that like 500 bucks you said? No, it was 300 300 okay still that's still like that's a big you know yeah hill to swallow but it's so worth it though that force feedback thing that you told it's me about fun, like man. 
it's that's fun. the cool part man i i did i made another i made a trucking uh channel like and i'm i'm gonna like did you really yeah i i haven't done what? anything uh, is with it, it is this news has anyone know about no this yet, i want to i want i don't want to tell anybody like what it is or where it's at i want to stealth upload to it and see like Right, everyone erase that from your minds all right no one no i mean that. i can tell you i don't i'm guessing there's not too many people <laughs> you're that not gonna listen. like you're not gonna go on your channel and start talking about it right. posting about it you just want to just see what get like, it out there see what the algorithm does with it i will say before you post anything though just just po uh, make sure you uncheck that uh post push to uh subscribers feeds and notifications take it off turn it off for the trucking one there's no subscribers yet for I know, but still, I think I still I I that might somehow work with the algorithm. Maybe, perhaps I don't know. But I tried it with my division video, and it did horrible at first, and then it just shot up and found a whole new audience. So, anyway, that's pretty cool. Dang, yeah. YouTube is a crazy, crazy beast. Yeah. But well, all right, cool. Well, that was that, that, that was a way bigger show. That was a way bigger program than I expected. <laughs> that happens because like i had a Always. few more things that we could have talked about and we didn't get to it but it's all good every time man all right cool all right guys thanks for listening again i'll do the thing at the end if you guys want to support the show uh please be a friend and tell a friend share it around i will be posting uh the audio version both in my discord and on twitter uh and uh the links for all that are in the description if you want to seek out the audio version um, and if you are there, please uh, leave us a review on uh, the Spotify or Apple side of things. Would be exquisite. We'd be forever in your debt. Thank you so much for hanging out and uh, hope to see you guys next week. Have a good week, guys.